0: All right, hey Gundam fans, welcome to episode 26 of the Gundam Explained podcast. I'm your host, Adam Blue, which today and, you know, every week I put this out, we're just talking about giant robots from Japan, um, mechs, you know, mechs I think are the, the, the point really, and then the world around it. Um, and when it comes to Gundam, there's a lot, uh, actually, no, that's not true, there's really not a lot this week, but there still is. When you're a fan of Gundam, there's always something, right? And I've got a lot of content to fill up this uh, hour, maybe, 45 minutes to an hour. Um, A lot of community uh, comments, a lot from the Discord. I mean, seriously, if you haven't joined the Discord, uh, you should. There's a link in the description. There's been some great new people joining. It's been a lot of fun. Um, Just in terms of hearing the ideas that people have hearing, I guess I'm really reading. But you know what I mean. Uh, seeing the ideas people have in terms of just cool Gunpla, they're finding stuff they like, um, and even shows off some cool designs that I haven't really seen before. So, yeah, if you haven't, subscribed, There's also a link in the description for a video about the giveaway that's currently going on, uh, giving away two different uh, items here. Uh, and I was going to do it when I hit 800, although I'm really close to that already, kind of. And I just recently did this giveaway, so I might wait until 900. Let's see um how quickly i get to 800 because then it might be quick anyway um you know i got to uh i got to scale it just correctly so i'm not constantly spending money um on these uh, uh on these giveaways all the time although i you know i kind of like doing that um eventually i'd like to get a, to a point where you know maybe doing a patreon so then that's just some extra Funds that can be used for giveaways. That would be cool uh, to give away some Pete Bandai stuff that people are always wanting. Um, But yeah, there's also this video form is also in an audio form, although you could be listening in audio, so I should be saying this audio form is also in video form. I'm just confusing myself. But anyway, uh, this podcast is available on so many other platforms. All the platforms. And if there's something that's not available on, just let me know. I'll throw it up there. Not a problem. Um, and you know what? I might be getting ahead of myself, but I also have a com. Really, the point of it is just to find out where you can get the links to the video or the YouTube. Maybe I'll blog in there every once in a while. just wanted to get a website out there for the SEO. You know what I mean? Um, what else has been going on? Um, what are some topics for today? Yeah, I've got this little... Cheat sheet, so I can stay on track and not just start blabbing about something else. um There's some new news for Gundam Battle Operation 2 Um, some new pre-orders that came out that are pretty cool that I want to show off, and then some cool stuff I found on Reddit. And yeah, ones uh related to Haman Karn, so I'll show that off. Uh, it's just a picture for some reason I like it a lot. I don't know why. Uh, some information on some of the the normal suits. Uh, or the suit types actually found in the Gundam universe. And then we're going to get to the uh, mobile suit of the week, which is a pretty cool one, in a way related to the Moon Gundam, since that was one I did recently. Yeah, and then we'll get to community comments and everything. Uh, But, you know, first of all, I wanted to show off what I got this week, and it was actually an accident. I accidentally ordered this. This was a giveaway item, and I sent it to my address before I realized, oh, no. I need to send it. So I just ended up buying another one and sending it to the person's address. You could be watching this, too. I think I, I didn't even tell you what I'm getting. You. It's a surprise. But, you know, like I said, I watched this. Uh, Gundam, I'm trying to find a way to fit this on the screen. It's just so huge. I, I um watched the Gundam Breaker battle log. I, I know there's not a e after the L in battle. And just So I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it right. And I was surprised. I thought this was a very fun and interesting little show. And I kind of like the Gunpla that was involved. And this thing just looks sick. That's why I decided to choose it as a uh, giveaway item. And then, yeah, I guess I got it for myself to build. Um, Oh, yeah. Speaking of build, from my shelf back here, Um, you know, uh, Santo Bell uh, sent me this. Yeah, I can't. With my new lens, I can't get an interview. Uh, you know, from Unicorn, the Jesta, um, it's it's awesome. I finished it. I actually just need to go back and clean up the panel lining that I did on it. I used a little bit of the panel lining marker that he sent me, uh, plus some ink. I, I've now found that having a pen and the ink separate you can really maximize your potential of getting it done right the first time, so then I can go back and clean up the mistakes. But this is a really cool mobile suit. I'm actually going to have a review of that up as well, shortly soon, sometime. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let me click this thing here. Um, you know, just going to show real quick, I you know, since the last podcast, I had the Moon Gundam review up. Uh, you should check it out, really highly detailed high-grade. Almost looks like it's a real grade. It was very fun to build, very quick to build. Thanks to Robert, who got that for me. And then there's the timeline of the Hildolfer So, I mean, I guess that's what I put in the image. Really, the title is MS Igloo Hidden One Year War Episode 2 Review. And um, just, again, getting into that MS Igloo, which I think is really good. This second episode is focused on the Hildolfer, like how it got deployed during the one-year war. And then I even talked a little bit at the end about Encode Fairy, that portion of it when it's brought up there as well. So just, yeah, getting some more lore in there, some stuff that I don't know too much about. I thought it was very interesting with the Hildolfer, for instance. Um, Let's see, anything else? No, I guess that is it with that. Uh, Moving on real quick. I forgot how far back <laughs> from previous episodes that I've actually shown off what people are posting in Gumplin Collectibles. Uh, I think I posted Uncle Tom showing the freedom. And then Midnight Fenrir had his haul, which looks sick. Look at all of that to build and watch. I try to build and watch at the same time, but I can't. I'm either watching... Or I'm building. I notice podcasts are easier to uh, to to take in while I'm uh, building. Um, let's see. Oh, look at Will uh, posting this perfect grade. Will, did you really get that? Or are you just showing off some cool boxes? If you got it, you need to you need to show that off, man. Uh, Zaku too. Uh, he must be in a store looking around, right? Came across these as a specialty shop downtown. Yeah, because th- that is some sick stuff. Like, he knows what to show.
1: Like, look at this. That's like an old school Dovin' Wolf um, uh, model kit. But that thing looks cool no matter
0: what. Uh, I guess no matter what age. It's just, th- it has that kind of angular design to it. Here's a gap plant. That looks cool. Um, and this is yeah, Providence. Okay. Yeah, Uncle Tom showing the Providence. That looks sick. That looks very UC, but apparently it's not. I think it's seed. I think I even asked that. Yeah, that's what's cool about it in here. Like, I'm learning about Gundam, hopefully, just as much as others. Or maybe I'm being schooled. Oh, and then the Robot Spirits uh, uh, Double Zeta. I actually have the same one. I love it. I love the Double Zeta. Let's see what else. Oh, yeah, Santo Bell. Because he he does some CG work. And then I guess he's getting some 3D work ready for printing. For he does a lot of custom to model kits. Like he'll build a model kit and then add some custom parts. Um this looks like I know he's been talking about doing a uh G Savior. Um Is he talking about it on here? I'm just saying a custom one. Yeah, that's really cool. See, I have a 3D printer myself and I just um it's the type that it's not the resin, it's like the plastic, uh uh, you know, the spool and all that. And it's fun. I built a a 12-inch, was it a 12-inch gold Megazord, fully articulated. And then I was like, I'm done. I've done everything I need to do. I think if I was really going to get more into 3D pr- printing, I'd have to get different types of printers. Anyway, I just made it out about myself, didn't I? But no, Santo Bell, that's cool. Um, Let's see, Rubber Ducked. Oh, his Christmas present was uh the Gundam Universe Char. I saw that at Target and didn't pick it up and it looks great. Or is it that Shars mobile suit looks great no matter what? Hmm. It looks three times better, doesn't it? Uh, oh, the emergency skate pod I got off of uh, Amazon and got that built. I'll have to do a review on that. And I think I talked about that last time. Um, oh, and this is another one from Uncle Tom. Okay, and I asked what it is. Is Aegis Gundam again? That's probably like Seed, right? Yeah. Rubber Duck got number 1 f- uh from Christmas so it's that uh yeah Mobile Suit Gundam Thunderbolt that's cool. I haven't got much into the manga I, like I have the Gundam Origin number 1. I really need to just finish it. I guess I just don't remember I have it. I have it back here on my shelf somewhere and I just don't ever really get to it. Um let's see. Oh Kyle, a new member. Check this stuff out and then
1: look at that Supreme RX-78-2. How cool. Let's see what else we got here. The Taco Bell tray. There's that sh- char. Yeah, yeah, you got to get it. Um, that's the, and then, yeah, some other cool stuff there. Oh, this is cool. This is from Kyle. Just showing the Banshee
0: and the Unicorn and then the that, uh, oh, I forget what it's called. The little resin kits.
1: Uncle Tom and his banshee. That's just a sick one. Oh, some shots from mine. Those are on Instagram.
0: And then psychotics with. I like that pearlescent look to that. And what is that? Curios. Uh, I'm not. I'm not familiar with that. It just looks cool. So that's cool. And then the DJ. Yeah, this is. That's a cool one. Yep. I mean, I really, I like it, and I know what, of it because that's, you know, what Amaro used in Zeta. I like how it has, like, the colors of the RX-78 eight two, but then it, uh, well, it, even the Mark II, and then it even has, like, you know, that green on there. It's, it's just an interesting build. Um, let's see. Oh, this is something Psychotics probably put together in that, uh, yeah, Gump,
1: Gunpla Warfare on mobile. Very cool. Oh, Uncle Tom. That's funny. That's a a good use of stands.
0: (laughs) Let's see. Another one. That's a cool looking one. Again, that must be seed or something. And it says a grunt. That's a pretty cool look. It's a strike dagger. Yeah. Yeah, and even Robert's asking to put like seed faction roles into Discord. I might do that. I, I currently have the, you know, Earth Federation, Xeon, but I should do that because Seed definitely is very, very popular. Then that's what I've noticed from out of everything. I mean, Wing, you hear about Wing and IBO and all that, but really it seems like Seed has, like, the next coolest designs. And there's Weiss and Anju with the Hyakushiki. And it's cool with the with the gun parts on the back there. Look at that. That that looks really cool, and I think he answered. I asked like where he got that from,
1: and then Soup ooh got the uh, the real grade high new. Oh, and then
0: that's something that's going to go up uh, review later. It's a little light up one, and then Taco Trey, Zeon Head or Zaku Head, and then a um, oh my god. Anytime I forget the name of something, Guyan, right? Yeah.
1: Oh, soup got this far. Looks clean. Oh, and then my work in progress.
0: Oh, okay. And then Santa Bo is posting a new robot spirits figure from the RGM Nero Moon's decent specification version from MSV. So I, you know, I actually haven't come across this yet. Otherwise, I would pre-order it. And I think there is, it's a version of this or something similar that is already out. Uh, It's like a Nero-style thing, but it might be a little different unless it's a re-release. But they really just need to make the Moon Gundam itself. Oh, the McNutty just got this Master Grade Unicorn that lights up and you can change the lights. And I was asking if it's transformable. I... I didn't get the answer yet. I don't know too much about it because it says here transformable, but that could be manual transformable. But I wonder if you can press it and it undoes all of its stuff. That would be sick. I don't even know how you would build something like that. But that is awesome. Anyway, that's what's cool about this part. If anyone wants to like join the Discord, show off what you're building, I like to look at that stuff. Hey, let's uh, talk about some GBO2. You know, I actually jumped into it a little bit to play, and it really is hard to find a room. Psychotics, I think, it was one, too, uh, that was posting. And actually, some others have put their uh, usernames in. So if you want to join the Discord, we can uh, try to get, plan a time to play. Yeah, because it's been hard to get a room going. And then when you do, um, it's fun, actually. Yeah,
1: I mean, the, the game's good.
0: But the Aris Jarja. Jarja Yarja. Jarja. Uh, and I guess this is from Moon. So this is another Moon Gundam related mobile suit that they've released. Um, I actually rolled on this, didn't get it, although I was really hoping to get that hazel. I tend to get the things afterwards, so I'm I'm hoping to get the hazel here pretty soon. Anyway, that that's there. Um So that's cool that they just continue to add some new suits. I can't believe like three years, over three
1: years in, right? And they keep adding more suits. All right. Um, We might get to this guy a little later because I don't know too much about it. Okay, so
0: I was on Hobby Link Japan and I was just looking at the pre-orders because I knew that... that, Mega House are they called? The GMG. They had some new releases coming, and so I had to go and pre-order. And that's the it's it's a Xeon motorcycle, but then you can get one that's bundled with the dude. Obviously, I had to do that. Um, I mean that looks sick. A Xeon motorcycle, and I love the scale. So 118th, 3.75, sometimes 4 inch. Uh, the 118th scale figures I like, even though really what's popular is six inch through, you know, Marvel Legends. Uh, even the new G.I. Joe stuff is really just 6-inch. Um, the stuff I buy, anytime I buy like uh, you know the Spider-Man, SH Figure Arts figures, or some of the Star Wars I have are SH Figure Arts. Yeah, or it's 7-inch, like that brand um, Super 7. Like I have a Toxic Avenger, Toxic Crusader from there. And yeah, they're 7-inch. So... I, I, anytime a company's coming out with their, uh, with the 118th scale figures, I need to get them. And, and I think it's a Joy Toy. That's a cool brand. I, uh, they have their own line, but I think they're also doing Warhammer, which, ooh, I'm really thinking about that. And then look at this, Rumble Roll. Um, and Hamon. and, and what what's interesting though with this figure is she doesn't. Can um, I click on it? She's actually not fully articulated, which maybe that's okay. Sometimes that lends better to proportions. Even though he looks great, there's a lot you can hide. But with her, apparently she comes with extra. They don't show it here. She comes with extra pieces, so you can like put her in different poses. But she's really.
1: Um, not really articulated, but that that's okay. That's okay. So yeah, I was able to re- re- pre-order that. Sometimes I miss these when I'm not paying attention. Um, some
0: other things that are on here. Yeah, just some other mobile suits. Entry grade new Gundam. Ah, that's around the corner. Totally forgot about that. Look how much that is. $9. $9 for this entry grade. And, and look how it, it seems to be built. It has that color separation, awesome articulation. I mean, this is an excellent idea. The new Gundam seems to be very popular. And to release that as an entry grade, especially when places like um, Target are getting all these uh, Gunpla, this is like perfect. So that's awesome. Anyway, anything you guys have been pre-ordering, you know, I'm I'm really into the action figure aspect of it, but if there's anything Gunpla-related or anything at all, uh, leave a comment about it. Or, as it says here, email comments or questions to be read on the podcast, GundamExplained at gmail.com. Yeah, send me a comment. I will have a section dedicated, kind of like with community comments, where I can just read your thoughts on air. All right, when I was on Reddit, I, I found this which is awesome. It's a RX-78-2 colored themed Game Boy. Uh, and this is the Pocket, right? Game Boy Pocket. That's the one that opens up. I had one of these. I never had the backlight version. But yes, yeah, someone went in and etched in the panel lines. They put some stickers on there, did the coloring. I mean, that looks great. That really does look awesome. I mean, there's really not much more, I can say. All right, now, what is it with me? What is it with me? I see this picture, and it's completely not canon. This, is, this, this can't happen. This doesn't happen. That's Camille Lamoureux and Haman Karn. And yet, I like this picture. And again, it's not canon. They're even wearing, like, Gundam Cafe uniforms. None of this is canon. This isn't right. But it's, there's something about it. That it's cool. Uh, What is it with me? Uh, I'm really falling for all this Japanese stuff. It's like an infection. It's like like a virus, right? There's something to it. It's the art. It's like some good, good old art. Anyway, uh, that picture's up on Reddit, and there's the credit to uh, Iwasaki Masakazu. So there you go if you want to look for that yourself so you can print it out and... Um, have it custom printed onto a body pillow, which I didn't do. I just, that just came to me. I didn't do that. All right. Uh, Let's take a look at this real quick. So I noticed sometimes on Gundam, there's this uh, user, Dikichu, if I'm saying that right, that they post some pretty interesting information. They actually take elements um, that are articles or anything that's kind of like written, but that's Japanese, and then they translate it. And you got to admire that. And I kind of wanted to look at some of this because it's really cool to get an idea of uh, the suit. So Universal Century Guide normal suits. So this is show, talking about the helmet, the backpack. Ultra small nozzles. You need those. Boots. The suit itself. Monitoring I.O. unit. Um, structure of a general use normal suit. The normal suit shown in the figure is a model that the Earth Federation forces adopted for use by general officers and men in the UC zero one twenties. Oh, so this is showing zero one twenties during this period. Uh, as was the case for pilots, emphasis was placed on visibility and multifunctional. Oh, multi multifunctionality and various gimmicks were incorporated into different parts of the suit. So. I thought this one looked pretty interesting, and we can see this is the 0120. So, uh, this is definitely not late, you see, but later, you see. Uh, here we go down here. Change in normal suits. The one-year war. Completion of normal suits for military use. And we can kind of see how it looks here. Um, i zoom
1: in some more. might look nicer. Um. Here, I'll do... No! I messed that up. Uh, yeah, I'll move this over just a little bit. Okay. One-year war. Both the Earth Federation forces and Principality of Xeon forces
0: had completed a normal suit to withstand military service. The Xeon, though, more widely deployed light spacesuits rather than heavy spacesuits. Okay. Interesting No, Yeah, especially when we get down here, how it looks. Completion of normal suits for military uses during the DeLaz conflict. So this is like, you know, after the one-year war, 0083 time period uh, before Zeta. And then grips war to first Neo-Zeon war, unifying the spacesuits of Federation organizations. Interesting. So we can kind of see the evolution here going down. And then... Um let me move this
1: over. I got to actually move this whole thing over. There we go. Uh Char's Rebellion uh
0: to conflict evolving Laplace's box. Okay, so that makes sense. Um not too much of a change. Okay, I would say not that then that's a good point because I remember I th- I thought how interesting the normal suits or spacesuits suits looked in Char's counterattack. As Neo compared to previous, I, I was confused at first sometimes, but realizing that uh, this kind of explains it, where they had to kind of evolve. Both Federation Forces and Neo Zeon remodeled their heavy and light spacesuits. The helmets now have no chin, and the collar has a helmet boot. Okay, so I guess that's the idea of how the helmet sits into a specific area and connects. Okay, then uh, Cosmo Babylonian uh, and then Foundation War. So now we're getting to after like Hathaway, um, yeah, Crossbow Vanguard. This is getting F91 territory. Um, the spread of Broadview Visors, Broadview Visor type normal suits spread through the Federation Forces and Crossbow Vanguard. Auxiliary devices such as monitoring devices and ultra small nozzles were added. So that was the one we were looking at up here. So, that is what that is. That is what that is. Um, Helmets of the new heavy space suits were worn at all times, and the visors were released in case of
1: emergencies.
0: So, interesting that near the end of kind of the Xeon uh, conflict, you know, they really drastically changed, but I want to say it's even still yellow. Because isn't Char's suit yellow? And maybe because it's just Char. Um, and then when we get into the F 91 era, I guess they both kind of went yellow, though in the picture it's white. So maybe the color isn't too accurate of it. But it looks like they kind of started being similar. And then we get the spacesuit reversion. The Federation Forces League Militaire and BESPA's heavy spacesuits are simple models. The visor of the helmet was reduced in size with an emphasis on durability. So this is the Victory Gundam era. So this is like the 150s. And, huh, they kind of refined. They have more of that simple. And I kind of like that idea, how in the future things get more refined and simple. So anyway, this is on Reddit. I will hopefully remember to put the link in the description of this podcast so that you can reference it. I think this is a good way to get more information and have a better idea about the normal suits in Universal Century. All right. Well, you know what? Let
1: me grab a quick sip of my um, sparkling water here. Ah, delicious. Because we are going to talk about the Mobile Suit of the Week, and that is AMX 104L RS
0: Jarja. Now this is that suit that's in Gundam Battle Operation Two. While I may have heard of, about this before, it's really Gundam Battle Operation Two that helps me helps put light on suits or mobile suits in general that I wouldn't have um, remembered or thought about. So, this is from the Moon manga. Mechanical designer Ipe Gyobu. That was that was a tough one, but I think I did all right. So the pilot, although Marchev, again, don't know, but this is Neo Zeon. So l- let's look at this real quick. First, let me just kind of click in here so we can kind of get a look. Looks cool. What am I seeing in terms of design elements? I'm seeing, you know, it kind of, yeah, that later. Oh, you know what? There's canisters on the side. Remind me of the jest I just built. We see the arms kind of have, you know, it's a mix of different things. It's really hard to pinpoint one, except it's got the mono-eye. Yeah, Because the shoulders are very unique. That's kind of a, a unique design in general for um, a mobile suit in UC Gundam. So I gotta give it that. And then that's why is that there? That's, that has nothing to do with this. Okay, so technology and combat characteristics. The RS Jarja is a variation of the AMX 104 for Arja.
1: Wait. So let's see what that is. Ah. Okay. This is Sharasun's um mobile suit
0: is is this what she used near the end? Um huh. Okay. This is this is cool. I totally forgot you know, that's something to get into the the characters and their mobile suits, main characters in their mobile suits. That would be a great segment, either its own video or in the podcast. It's like, hey, share soon. And what are the mobile suits you use? You know, um, Amuro Ray, what are their mobile suits he used? Because I uh, these are things I forget easily because some of these characters will be in different mobile suits and sometimes they'll be more well known for specific mobile suits over others. But anyway, really cool to know that it came from that, uh, which is derived from the YMS-15 Gaian. So, oh, we were just talking about this earlier. Now, I'm saying Gaian. Is it Gyan? Gian? I'm just saying Gaian. But uh, this is cool. This is one of the first uh, robot spirits I actually got, or the third one, I think,
1: specifically.
0: Um, What's his name? Mikuve uh, used it on, I was about to say on Earth. Was it on Earth? Or was it that colony that they were on fighting Amaro when he was going after Shar. That was a whole cool conflict. But yeah, let's uh, scoot back here. So that's the evolution of that. Interesting. Okay, the overall specs of the suit were improved, and it was made to deal with scout sniping in environments where Minofsky particles were dispersed, keeping the performance of the arjarja It has a new high-sensitivity sensor on its head and is equipped with a new... Uh, okay, Radome pod? on uh, Radome? R-A-Dome? Is that supposed to be like... Um, radar? Radar? But Radome? I don't know. Actually, here, here's what we should do. So I'm not just saying I don't know. I'm moving on. Let me just search if that's the real word that I just never used before. It is. It's a radome. It's what is on uh, Star Destroyers, right? Exactly. That is cool. It has it has a word. Okay. So with the radome pod on its left shoulder for observation and recon support for scout sniping battles... Its high-output beam rifles boast a very long range, which it utilizes in conjunction with the Radome pod. Armaments. Beam Saber. The Beam Sabers for the Arjarja stores two of each on its arms. The Beam Sabers were changed to a more slender model, and their ability to continue fighting was improved. Grenade Launcher. The original Arjarja's left-waist-mounted Beam Saber has been replaced with three Grenade Launchers. Variable Shield. Like the Arjarja, the Variable Shield changes function by moving forward and back, Words along a rail, due to a high mobility thruster inside it, it is used as a thruster when used in the rear and used as a shield by moving its sideways forward. A so more, the weapon rack appears to have been removed. Okay, so that's interesting because okay, now I'm getting vibes from okay. Where's the shield? Does it not have a pick of the shield? But it has this thing on the back. Is that supposed to be the shield as well? And it moves around, doesn't move forward. I'd like to look more into that maybe in the future. Um, triple missile pod, like the r or the R-S Jarja has a triple missile pod built into each variable shield, and thanks to the articulated shoulders, the missile pods have a wide angle of fire. They are loaded with 12 AMSO 5 m missiles. Sniping use large beam rifle, a large long-range beam rifle capable of dealing with scout sniping battles as well as ordinary sniper fights by working in conjunction with the radome pod. It is possible to attack with a beam from extremely long ranges even under Minovsky particle dispersal. However, because it is not suitable for continuous operation, it was equipped for veterans. On the top of the rifle is the radome interlocking sensor. On the butt of the rifle is a cooling device for ventilation. At the front of the rifle near the muzzle are three angle adjustment thrusters. Interesting. So the radome pod is its special equipment, and it's equipped on the left shoulder for reconnaissance incorporating EWAC functions... Uh, lasers, ultrasonic
1: sensors, and optical sensors. Now, I can't say I know what that is. So let's look that up. I, I don't know. There's a bunch of different things here. It says aircraft, so I wonder if it's
0: related to that. Yeah, probably. Airborne early warning and control. Airborne early warning and control functions. That's cool. That's cool. History during the first Neo-Zeon War, who had less national strength and fighting power than the former Principality of Zeon, gave priority to appointing soldiers who were adept at handling mobile suits based on dominance hierarchy, treating them as officers and deploying them with different high-performance prototypes and experimental suits from their main forces. One of these units is the RS Jarja. Its pilot is Olvo Marchev, commander of the mobile suit forces on the Atlante 3. Okay, so, you know, I don't know most or much about that. Because it's from the Moon manga. And it's only recently that it's been... Okay, so I tried to look that guy up. And you know what? He doesn't really come up. It wants to show me a a Volvo. So I typed in a Gundam. No. No, There's not much on that guy, is there? So that's something to update here. Yeah, like I said, some admins of the... um... Uh, the Gundam Wiki Discord, which I've linked in our in the Discord, if you guys want to join, we can kind of cross help or whatever. And I even posted a video because I use their. Obviously, I'm reading a Gundam Wiki, and, that, and probably you know that. It, I, I, I what am I trying to say? I'm thankful that people have put together an area where this information is, and I can read it, and we we assume it's accurate. Um if anyone ever sees what I am looking at and feel free to go in and edit if something's incorrect or needs to be added we probably need to get all of a march in here. Just don't know too much about them, but it could be because all that information is in the Moon Gundam manga. So, um if you watched my video on the Hidolfer, I even showed that I had to make some entries to the episode 2 wiki that to show, you know, what some of the units where I didn't really fully fill it out, but um, I'm kind of nervous about filling that out and being wrong. Why? I don't know. It doesn't really matter. Well, that's the Mobile Suit of the Week. You know, this is something that's in Gundam Battle Operation 2. It's part of Moon Gundam, which is getting a lot more hype. I've noticed recently, you know, not only that high-grade model kit, but we're seeing that Robot Spirits that's coming out. We're seeing the... Um, Stuff in Gundam Battle Operation 2, so maybe that means an animated feature. Alright, so community comments. Now, there's a lot here, I think. Maybe not. Yeah. That was the Gundam stuff. The Gumplin collectibles. But a couple things here. Will shut off this pick, which looks awesome. Um, Yeah, just all the main leaders during the UC uh, timeline. Um. Very cool. Like Revel, Garen, Shards in the Middle. Um, is that DeLaz, the guy from 0083? And I think they were even going back, which is pretty cool. So if you guys are in here, people just go back and forth and talk about this stuff. So, um, and talk about other stuff. But, um, no, very cool. Yeah, I think that was it for that.
1: Hmm. Hope I didn't miss anything. All right, let me take another. We're looking at some community comments here. So, I hope I don't reread something. Um Yeah, I think I read I read that. Okay. If I Yeah, I think I read this. If not, you guys can say, "Hey, you didn't read it," and I would be happy
0: to read it. Because I want I go by when the last time was I would have shot the video. Um, Loster, another uh, another um, subscriber that's been active uh, in the Discord. Awesome, yeah, that's right. Didn't we look up the Sean Mitadera guy on that last podcast? Yeah, so Dubois looking good. Yep, my private, yeah, my probably Yeah, Boy. Okay, so this is on now. Uh, why MSC glue so good? I've yet to fully watch the Igloo series. I've only seen bits of the Hidden One Year War. The only one I watched fully was Gravity of the Battlefront. I think that I'm going to watch it in my free time. Uh, yes, some C.I.G. a bit a little wonky, but it's not as bad as Berserk. I, I might have read that last time, guys. Sorry. Right. Um, Boy, 22 I love how you explain Hathaway from an adult's point of view. Thank you. That's a nice compliment. Um, would love to see a video done on Shin because he definitely has went through some of the things at halfway. Okay. Let me look that up. Yeah, when it comes to an adult way, yeah, I get it. It's like these Gundam cartoons Cartoons are geared towards adults, and so there's the, those elements that you can take from it. Okay, so Shin, uh, a seed character. See? See? Seed? Seed is popular. I might need to jump into some seed. Um... And right, they've got a remaster. Should I watch the original Seed or the remaster? Okay, so it would be cool. Thanks for that. Um, I'm going to have to look up uh, about this character. I like it when I get these suggestions. They're usually on point. Xeonic Shadow, another contributor as of late. Nice setup. I'm thinking about pre-ordering that. Romba Raw figure set. Oh, yeah, we were just talking about it. Um, yeah, it's up on Hobby Link Japan. I just went there because it was there, and the prices are pretty good. I've ordered a few things from them, and it's pretty cool. I actually have something on the way. What is it? Is it the GM Quell um, Robot Spirits? I can't wait to review that. We'll read. I actually just ordered the Gustav Karl off Facebook Marketplace of all places. Really surprised. I'm looking forward to building it and hopefully coming across a Messer soon. Side note the MS Igloo mission on SD Gun Generations games are awesome and go in depth with every unit dropping the CGI and using actual animation for the pilots and other characters. Yeah, I need to go through that game. I I just need to go through it. I I just haven't because it is hard. It's harder than Super Robot Wars. Super Robot Wars seems to be pretty easy. And that's what's weird. I I play games for the gameplay. But with SD gen, uh, generations, I Even though I know the story most of the time, I'm just really in it for the story. To see the characters, to hear the music, to play out the battles. It's very weird. That's what Gundam will do to you. Santo Bell, you're welcome, mate. Careful with the Chrome marker. It flows very fast once it gets going. I've always found Chrome hard to find. So when I got a few uh, in, I gave them out as gifts over Christmas to friends and family. Next time, I'll send you uh, Vegemite and snacks to go along with some Gumpla stuff. Yeah, I would even try... I would eat that stuff uh, on a stream or something. That'd be cool. The Carl and Messer are awesome kits. The UC Engage has two main suits, the Engage Zero and the Engage Gundam One. Okay, because remember in that episode, I was talking about the mobile suit of the year, and I was kind of confused about the UC Engage, but thanks to Santo Bell, yeah, he's kind of cleared that up. It's the Engage Zero and the Engage Gundam One. The Zero and Engage were produced by Anaheim Electronics with a focus on assault in particular uh, anti-MS tactics with the Engage one being the further developed version with a high mobility focus. Both are based on the GPO series of MS. I believe we are meant to see a Gumpla of the 1 and 0 at some stage once all the breaker hype dies down. That'd be great. And I maybe they're coinciding that with the North American release of that game in English. And even the game stopped working for me, but I found a website that it's or an app you can download that it allows you to download apps from other regions and it updates them. So I just need to play the game more. Um, my favorite Gunplay kit for 2021 has to be the Gundam Eclipse. So so I'm I'm curious about the Eclipse. I, um, I was really trying to cover, you know, like Gundams that I guess came out in 2021. And it seems that some of them actually came out before. Now, the Eclipse, I thought that was something from Seed. Yeah, he's saying the Carl and the Messer came out in 2020. When the original anime was meant to air. Um, so that's so that's something I guess I missed. But with the eclipse, is that not something that was already existing? Was that was that made up? I I think it's supposed to be from the seed line, but was that actually made up? Because if so, that's very interesting. Um I like the V-Fin on the Engage Zero. I think I'd have to go with Engage One as my favorite new suit of the year. That's cool. Turn a is are hard to watch while it's good. It's also at times hard to believe and takes giant leaps of faith in the watcher to continue following. It's worth a watch, just not my favorite show or story. Yeah, I got to check it out anyway. And as for that chrome marker, um, I would like some tips of where to use that. I'm, I'm assuming like some pistons. Um, maybe some areas where really there's chrome on the mobile suit themselves. I'm thinking like some pistons uh, or, or like in the joints or something. Because um, I might go back and do that to some of my other ones. Um, that that's great. I didn't even realize when I was doing the video that that was a chrome marker. Zionic Shadow. I want the a- Messer and Type F Type in GVO two and post one year war Anaheim uh, was able to acquire the assets of personnel of the Zionic Zimad and MIP Corporation for mobile suit manufacturing firms of the defeated. Uh, of Xeon. Uh, this merger enabled Anaheim Electronics to enter the lucrative business of mobile suit production and why Mafty mobile suits look Xeonish? Yeah. Good point. And also, I think it would be very practical for that stuff to be in GBO2. You know, especially considering you're in that private military unit. That's what it's called. It's not um, Xeon or Neo Xeon or Earth Federation or AUG. It's The private military union, right? And so really there could be any little skirmishes going on. So canon or story-wise or however you want to go with it, they could definitely add those in and that would be really awesome. Even if it's just as much as like with the Psycho Gundam, it's one of those battle simulator missions uh, where maybe you can choose the Kazai and fight the Penelope or vice versa. L, giant robots from Japan because they are awesome. Yeah, basically why we're all here. Nice escape pod you mentioned before. It looks clean. Yeah, thanks a lot, L. Um, yeah, you know, it's funny, though, that I don't see mechs, the term mechs used when it comes to Gundam. Uh, it's just mobile suits, which in universe that makes sense, but even out of the universe when people talk about Gundam, it's almost like uh, maybe mecha, when talking about what are your favorite kind of like mecha stuff, I, you know, again, I feel like there's so much we could be talking about in general when it comes to just mechs, because that's what that's stuff I like, but I've never been able to hit the pinnacle of the enjoyment of mech based properties. Gundam has really been the first. I think the closest I've ever got to that before was maybe when Exo Squad came out as a kid, that cartoon, and I had a couple of the figures. Um, Lost Planet. Those games and the use of mechs are awesome. Um, yeah, it doesn't seem like there's been too much now. I know there's there from software now. I play their Souls like I love the Souls born games. Um and they were doing armored core, and apparently they have a new armored core coming out. And I think at this day and age, with how refined combat has become with games, you know, like the Souls born games, I'm really curious what this combat would be like. because um, I think that's what it takes. It's the feeling of being in a mech. And and, you know, as much as, you know, Front Mission is cool, the turn-based stuff, I like the feeling of being in the mech. And I will add that there was that Front Mission Evolved game that was 360 PC, PS3. You know, it wasn't what people wanted from a Front Mission because it wasn't turn-based, but I enjoyed it a lot. It was an awesome mech combat game. I think I even bought it on Steam and all the DLC and didn't even play it. I need to jump back into that, actually. So thanks, Al. Hey, there's Robert. Get yourself some ginger candy from your local Asian marketplace. Yeah, I already do that. Um, Yeah, I have ginger tea often too, but thank you. Yeah, I'm a lot better. And then, hey, if you guys are interested in what he's talking about, he does the timestamps. Always fun, coming from Robert. Uh, Jake, bro, your vids are top-notch. I'm surprised you don't have uh, more subscribers or views. Well, thanks. That's a very kind uh, comment to make, but I... You know, I've done this in the past before when it comes to YouTube, and I think it's only a matter of time to get more. But thanks. I hope Jake hit up my uh, giveaway video to uh to submit to win. That would be cool. Warmaster muted and broken. There's a funny about the goof heavy arms type pilot. He got lost while on its way, but uh ended up rebuilding uh and but end up rebuilding the Torrington. He gave up anyway. Yeah, so that was from the attack on Torrington about the Heavy uh, arms goof not making it. So that means it's still around. I, I, I mean, I wonder what happened in at the Torrington base, to be honest. I didn't even think about this. Because we see them fighting, and it's moving from scene to scene of mobile suits fighting. Did the Biarland just go and wipe out all the Xeon remnants? Was it still a battle that lasted longer? There's a story right there. Roka Tryon, nice channel. GM Sniper 2 is missed. Greetings from Peru. Well, thanks from Peru. Um, Yeah, I can't believe I missed that GM Sniper 2. I will always think back to that when I'm making these videos to be like, I cannot miss the obvious badass mobile suit. I think it was just so obvious to me. I was making sure I was getting everything else. Wow, I can't can't believe it, Adam. One heat walk. I watched the movie, and this is uh, from the Gundam Hathaway review. I watched the movie. It was amazing and refreshing seeing a Gundam that isn't all about the mecha action. and focuses more on character development, but I don't know why the MC gets so uh, attached to the female character. He's so hard for some random girl he just uh, met at the beginning, which makes him look like a complete idiot. My brother gave it a 5 out of 10. I gave it an 8 out of 10. Yeah, I could say if you don't know Gundam too much, it might be hard to get into it. And if you're already disappointed with the storyline from Shard's Counterattack with Quest's, um and Hathaway yeah I totally get it you know I think a lot of it has to do with more it's more about what it means to be a new type than him simping for her you know like he was already kind of going through flashbacks of what happened in quest and he wanted to avoid that with uh what's her name and Lu- Lucia did I forget her name and so what Uh, What I think, though, is because they had that discussion about new types and if they're even really real, they were studying a little bit about it in school. But really, their new typeness, that's one of the effects of being new types is they're connected to each other, mentally brought together, connected to each other. And so that's just really what happened there, even though it's very weird. It's very weird. It, even though that is the case, it was still set up, I don't know, culturally, the standard seemed to be where the, the woman had to wait for the man to fully ex- express his feelings. Because it seemed like that's what she wanted out of him. And Hathaway wasn't willing to do that because of what happened before. So it just created this like unspoken tension. That's what actually made it pretty good, too. We don't usually get romantic or love stories in any sort of medium where they're it's unspoken, but it's, you, you see these characters act in certain ways that are just ridiculous, but it's because of that. So yeah, thanks for the comment. I appreciate it. El Loster. I recognize many of these suits. Love it. Oh, cool. That's from my pick of my double A three robot spirits collection. I have another one coming in. It's that new one, bitter. Um, you know, he was the pilot of a Zaku 2 that was helping Anna Velgato. I'll be doing a review of that. And then that ball really gave the Zeon something to think about. Oh, yeah, that was from the artwork. Let's pull that up.
1: Because um, I didn't really look at... I think this is was awesome. Um, yeah, look at that. The perfect Zeon. I need to get the perfect... Uh, they have a robot spirit. It's like perfect Gundam. Anyway, thanks. L? Where were we on that? Okay. Look sick. Oh, okay. So
0: that's... Yeah, L again. That was probably one of the poses I had. So cool. Robert there again. Psycho doors is what they're called. Yeah, I even did the um, deep dive. I forget that stuff easily. Uh, Robert telling me it's not a shield, but it's actually a shield. It could be used as a shield. It even had a connector piece. It was in the uh, manual part. All right, Santo Bell, I really want them to do a master grade of this. The kit came out of the blue and almost didn't happen. One of my favorite builds in the HD line so far, Psycho Panels. Do get a bit loose over time, but nothing that can't be fixed up easily. Okay, good to know. Yeah, awesome high grade. Check out the video if you haven't. The detail is superb, exactly, the boy. Sweetness Adam is from Robert. Thank you. Uh, Vector Hoff. This is one of my favorites. Oh, when I was yeah, talking about Double 80 War in the Pocket. Cool. That's yeah, that's good. But it looks like that could be something else entirely. Turn A. Or is that that dude from Berserk? I don't know. I'm I'm learning more about anime. Uh, Kenny Allen. I think Master Mark got some glue to stick plastic for good. Uh, I'm trying to think of the name. Give me a minute until <laughs> I find a name up there. Yeah, let me know, Kenny. Still waiting. <laughs> Fian's Bay Channel on the sub-giveaway. Oh, say Merry Christmas. You know what? Even though it's been like almost two weeks,
1: been two weeks, uh, Merry Christmas to you back. That's, that's nice. So, Poe, is that slang for something or is that my new nickname? Poe. Sure for poor. Wow. Let's really see. Nickname. Let's see if that's a nickname. Purchase order. Petty officer. Maybe that's what that is. Um. Oh, is the Chinese name Cloud Soul? Oh, okay.
0: I'm a Cloud Soul. No, I don't know. But no, I I like the little nickname. Thank you. <laughs>
1: Fian's Bay Channel. I'll have to check that out later. Wait, Bay Channel. Let's see. Is there's uh,
0: Bay Blade? Yeah, my son was into that for a little bit. Very cool. Check him out if you're into that stuff. Um, Let's see here. When, uh, Wendigo, favorite Gundam. Oh, Moon Gundam. Nice. Okay, cool. Some more Moon Gundam love. And then the Hidolfer video, love the Hidolfer, reminds me of that old 1980s movie Gunhead. Yeah, I remember seeing that. I think either James Cameron made that, or James Cameron referenced that and, and want and used that for some other work he was doing. I forget the the thing about it. But it seems, yeah, during that time, I think James Cameron was trying to do more mech related stuff. That's how we got the power loader and aliens. Forced Woodworks, nice sound setup and presence. Great uh comeback. Saw you comment on Nate's editing post. Yeah, Nate, so there's, you know, as a YouTuber, I follow um, some various YouTube, how-to YouTube channels. One's called Channel Makers, and I guess Forest Woodworks is from that. So go ahead and get Forest Woodworks a subscribe. It's very nice for him to take his time to comment, because I'll do that every once in a while with a video when I can. So thanks, Forrest. Demazare, Xaml, and Dom Nomads are descendants of the Hildofer. So that's a good point. The Examel, Xaml, Um from 83 and in GBO two that kind of has the, that gun and the the kind of mech on the front. And I probably could have added that to the video, but it might need its own video. And then Aaron underrated Gatam channel for real. Thanks, but it will be rated soon enough. Just hopefully not overrated, but, uh, Anyway, that's it for episode 26 of the Gundam Explained podcast. Hope you had a good time. If there's anything I should be talking about, let me know. Please join the Discord, add stuff to the community comments, email me at GundamExplainedGmail.com to send me stuff to read on air, and
1: really, that's about it. So if you haven't, liked, subscribe, and uh, we'll talk later.